Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. The Bible talks about or the Bible speaks of two kingdoms in the universe. Okay? So let's, last week's episode or broad, broadcast was about the beginning, okay? Uh, the, two op, the two opposing kingdoms, tapos, subtitle, <laughs> the beginning. Or referring to the creation, to the first rebellion, and to the formation of a counter kingdom, okay? Okay, uh, how, why... Uh, where did that second kingdom came from? How did it started? Okay, so this is, that was the formation of a counter kingdom, the opposite king, the opposing kingdom. Okay, mm. so that's why uh, you need to watch the the last the previous episode because for you to understand to have the foundation why there are two or two. Opposing kingdoms. You okay? see on the comment section. Uh, uh, the link. Yes, the link is All on right. the comment section. That's that's one. So again, uh, last week, part one was about the beginning, which refers to the creation, okay, the first rebellion, and the formation of a counter kingdom, okay. So today, the second part is about the reason or the importance of this series, all right? Then we will continue where we left. So first, uh, let me give you a clear, clearer de- def- definition of kingdom, okay? I, I realized last week it was a, a very brief definition of kingdom, okay? But now I'm going to add something else, all right? Okay. So the concise and biblical definition for kingdom, Okay, first, uh, kingdom means rulership. Okay, remember that. When you read the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, when the word, if you read the word kingdom, especially in the New Testament, it means rulership or the, the, the authority, the power, the control, the influence. Okay, one word, rulership. Mm-hmm. All right. Why? Because if, if there's a kingdom, then there's the king, a king. So, oh, yes. a kingdom consists of a king, okay? King, second, territory, third, laws, fourth, subjects, okay? That comprises a kingdom because without a king or without a territory, okay, without a territory, without subjects, without laws, there is no king, Okay? And if there is a king, but doesn't have territory, no subjects, <laughs> no laws, nothing to govern. All right. <laughs> so the thing is, four things uh, basically essential, um, essential components. Okay, that comprises kingdom is what king, territory, laws, subjects, meaning say people that are under him under that king so that's a kingdom okay so kingdom means rulership kingdom means what uh, the the territory the laws and the subjects to govern by the king 
Okay, now third uh, definition, the two realms or the two boundaries or territorial domains of this kingdom. Okay, where this kingdom operates, where this kingdom function, where this kingdom operates, okay? So we have two. First, the spiritual and the physical realm. Okay, remember that. Right now, when Jesus said, uh, the kingdom of God has come upon you, mm. what he meant is the spiritual kingdom, okay, which is the now kingdom. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit comes on you, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Meaning to say, his rulership, his influence. Okay? Now the Holy Spirit is the one guiding you, leading you, helping you. Okay? Helping you grow. Helping you understand. He quickened your spirit. So that's the kingdom of God has come upon you. Now you understand the Bible. Now the Bible makes sense to you because you're born again. That's the kingdom of God in you. Okay, so now there is righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Okay, so that's what we meant by spiritual uh, realm of the kingdom. And the physical realm, uh, one day, okay, in the near future, Jesus is going to come and is going to establish a tangible kingdom. Okay, a physical one. It's not something spiritual only. But something that is, you know, you can touch, you know, it, it's physical. It's all real, right? yeah. So it's His coming, okay? And we're excited. And I'm praying that He would take us to Himself <laughs> as soon as possible. Okay, so uh-huh. anyway, so spiritual and physical realm. Now, another dimension is what we call the now kingdom and the future kingdom. So don't... Uh, don't uh, get us wrong, okay? Because why I want, why am I emphasizing these two sides of the coin? So we have the now kingdom and the f- future kingdom. So when you say the future kingdom, God's kingdom, God, God is going to establish the promised messianic kingdom, okay? The promised messianic kingdom will happen and uh, some theologians would like to call it the millennial kingdom okay it's going to establish it here on earth that's a perfect government okay and it's gonna come so we're, we're telling you ahead so that's the future kingdom and the other one is the now kingdom now there are teachers who are emphasizing so much on the now kingdom like now everything is here everything is now and there's no more future Okay, and you will have a problem with that kind of theology. Okay, uh, because for them there is no more heaven. There's not no rapture. There's you know. Uh, I don't want to add. Okay, okay. So you can watch uh, uh, Captain Amir Sar- Major Amir Sarfati and his teachings on that. <laughs> but uh, he makes a lot of comment on 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 false teachings. Okay, about that's why in in. Uh, in um, the messianic Jews believe in both. Now, kingdom uh, topic is actually one of the most controversial doctrines of the Bible. Okay, mm. you think rapture is the a controversial teaching? Not much. Okay, because the kingdom I- I- doctrine is a big issue in the Bible because. because if you put so much emphasis on one part and not on the other, leave the other, then you have a problem. Again, 
uh, an airplane cannot fly without using both right wings. wings okay okay so you can you need a balance okay yeah. to understand the bible so the same thing you need to understand there is a spiritual and physical realm and there is a now and future kingdom yeah okay so jesus is coming and it's not going to be spiritual where you cannot see him he's invisible no he's gonna <laughs> come second time around he's gonna yes. come okay he's gonna come all right so again kingdom means rulership and a kingdom consists of a king territory laws and subjects and we have the two realms which is the spiritual and physical realm mm -hmm. which also is associated to the now kingdom and the future kingdom oh okay i'm so amazed and blessed how messianic jews even in commentaries expound on the now and the future kingdom in the new testament amazing amazing so anyway that's not my topic our topic is just a small part the kingdom okay the two now uh, particularly on the two opposing kings so last week we have established okay this is a very brief review last week we have established that god made the heavens and the earth and he legally owns everything mm -hmm. so therefore he is king the rightful ruler over all his creation because he's the maker right he's sovereign therefore in short okay this is a review god is the maker god is the owner and god is the ruler again god is the maker god is the lawful or legal owner and the third one is god is the ruler he rules okay he uh, he he's king so he has a kingdom now we established that god does have a kingdom because god created the universe okay the the universe which is the boundary of his jurisdiction okay that is the area the territorial domain so uh, what's the limit of god's jurisdiction uh, authority territorial dominion the whole universe he created it the heavens and the, the earth. earth okay so he created his subjects the angelic host and the human beings he gave them free will or volition and so and he establishes laws okay when he created adam and eve they, 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 he gave laws okay so the thing is this so god from the very beginning is the king okay and he has a kingdom because he has a, a territorial dominion domain he has a, a territorial jurisdiction or a, a boundary okay and then he has subjects mm. okay uh and he has laws hmm. and he's king okay yeah. where he is king so again it's complete all right he is the maker he made everything so he owns everything and so he has the right to rule over everything yeah amen all right and also last week we gave you the scriptures we also established that god is god forever and there is no other before or after him okay god is god forever and that is final and fixed no one can change that he said 
I am the Lord or I am Yahweh. That is my mm, name. name. That's what the Bible, that's what the Lord said. And he will live forever. And he reveals, the, remember that? Yeah. He reveals what will happen in the future. Okay. And that is why we know what's going to happen. That's why we're teaching you the truth because we already know the whole story. Some people are, you know, having problems. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Most people who this are not, you know, in the spirit who are not really reading the scriptures or cannot understand scriptures, do not know what's going to happen. But God gives us a hint. It's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's why we're encouraging you to read end time prophecies. I am not into um, conspiracies where it's like theory and it's not true. It's opinion opinion or whatsoever we're not after conspiracies friends we are okay we are looking into biblical prophecies the word of god yes the author of everything he knows where things are leading into so now um that's why he said i'm the i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end all right uh, now about the beginning or formation of the counter kingdom. This is what we established last week. The formation of the counter kingdom. Where did, did this all started? The, 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 the other kingdom. Okay, we established that the guardian Sherub, okay, rebelled and strongly desired to be like God. Okay, he wants to imitate God and replace God as ruler over everything. Okay. See, he's always imitating what God has. He's always doing that, okay? And if you want to know where in scriptures does it say that the guardian Sherub turned against God, okay, from Lucifer to Satan, from, the, you know, <laughs> you better review or, broad, uh, our, our, or watch our broadcast last week, okay? It's loaded with scriptures, uh, the, from from Isaiah, from Ezekiel, you know, from from John, they all. If you combine all yes. the scriptures, you will see a better picture. What happened? Why did this 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 angel rebelled against God? How did it all started? Okay, so um, watch that. So today we will talk about the reason for teaching you this series. Okay, why this series is important. Number two, the handover. And then number three, the takeover. Okay, last week, what was last week? The beginning, which is the beginning. Uh, last week was about creation, rebellion, and formation of counter kingdom. Yeah. Okay, that was last week. This Sunday, for this... Today. Today, I mean today. We will talk about the reason, the handover of that kingdom okay uh, uh, how, how did uh, where did satan got his uh his his authority his influence his rulership or his disposition to 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 have dominion okay that's what we call the handover and then the takeover you know somebody will take over oh. will repossess will take away the, that dominion from the kingdom of the the prince of this world so later okay so uh just hold on okay so <laughs> <laughs> so i want to explain first why this series is important okay listen 
This series on opposing kingdoms, the two opposing kingdoms, will prepare us and hopefully curve, okay? Curve the problem on Christians betraying each other. Mm. So now you have an idea. Why am I teaching? Pastor Arman, why are you talking about this topic? It's, it's December. I'm going to tell you why. Because this has something to do, to do with the future. What, what is it in the future? Because we see, okay, the Bible reveals that there's going to be a time of pain, emotional pain, between brethren in the future. That hurts. Mm. You know, I've been a pastor for many, many years. And when people leave, when people quarrel, when people, you know, things, the, the, even these things happen in a family, okay? It hurts. But this, this kind of hurting, emotional uh, pain is something greater and deeper, okay? It was revealed, okay? So we had a series before uh, entitled Signs of the Times. The Last Days. The, the, yes, in the uh, the last days, the last days the and then si signs of the times. Okay, yes. so we want you to review that. Uh, if uh, if you're curious, now listen to this. I only wanted to point on sign of the time number five. Okay, listen to this. Sign of the time number five. Okay, uh, let's read that one, uh, John. Uh, Where are uh, you looking at? Uh, Matthew Matthew twenty four ten. Okay, this is what Jesus said. As at that time, many will turn away from the faith mm -hmm. and will betray and hate each other. Mm, you see that? At that time, many will turn. That's that's a sign of the times number five. By the way, that's number five. It says, many will turn away from the faith. Now, don't get me wrong. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's saying there's going to be an apostasy. So it's not just Paul teaching about apostles in the last days in Thessalonians, but you can read in Matthew 24, verse 10, it says, Jesus said, many will turn away from the faith. Now that's the problem. Some of the, 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 the teachers, I mean, Bible teachers, Bible preachers, you know, they teach that this spirit, uh, the apostasy, I mean, the is has already happened is happening was happen, <laughs> happening even during the pandemic you know they have observed i have observed some but the thing is this there is going to be greater magnitude of this kind of abandoning faith or apostasy in the future okay where it says Many will turn away from the faith. Okay? Apostasy. In other words, it means switch sides. Did you hear that? They will switch sides. That is why we're teaching you the two opposing kingdoms so that you will not switch side. If you're on the other side, then switch side to, to our side, <laughs> to God's side. And if you're on God's side, don't, don't <laughs> switch to the other side. Okay, listen. Many will turn away from the faith. They switch sides. That's apostasy. 
and who 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 will betray and hate each other. That's the thing. Betraying the brethren is a repercussion of abandoning Christ first. Meaning, uh, an indirect consequence of leaving the faith, okay, is the word betrayal. When you leave Christ, when you don't remain in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you don't remain faithful to Him, you will not be faithful to your brethren. So you will no longer be on the same side. If you side on Jesus Christ, anyone on this side, okay, you feel that, you know, you're, you're together, you're, you're on the same thing, same boat, okay? So, so you take care of each other, help each other, right? But if you move on the other side, now the other side is, becomes your enemy, so we're telling you right now that in the whole universe, there are only two sides. God's side or the devil's side. Two sides only. So you have to examine which side are you, okay? So Luke 21, please. Luke 21, verses 16 to 17. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, and sisters, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me. See that? Jesus said. Sign of the times, number five. You will be betrayed even by parents, Whoa, by brothers, and, and sisters, so we we have this. We have parents. We have brothers. Brothers. We have sisters. We have relatives and friends. Okay, verse sixteen and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Now, look, I understand that uh, there we have the pre-trib, mid-trib, and the post-trib. We're going to talk about that, but uh, let's put that aside for a moment. Okay, at this time, after this series, we're going to talk about that. The, the three sides, uh, the three differing views of the rapture, but that's not our topic. So let's let's just focus on on what the scripture says. Okay, um, uh, so why would some parents, brothers, sisters, relatives, and friends betray us and put some of you to death? Okay, of course Jesus was talking to the Jews. All right, uh, at this point, uh, in this particular scripture. Okay, so. The answer is in, the why uh, question is uh, answered in verse 17. It says, everyone will hate you. Will hate you. Because of me. Because Jesus. of Jesus. Look, meaning anyone siding on Jesus will be persecuted. Anyone siding on Jesus will be betrayed will experience betrayal. Anyone siding on Jesus will be hated by the world. Do you understand? Okay, so try to think of this. Why would loved ones, brothers, parents, sisters, relatives, friends betray you? Because on, they, they, they switch side. Okay, they're on the other side. That's why we're teaching you this topic so that you don't Make the wrong choice. Okay, when, 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 when life becomes difficult, more difficult than COVID, I tell you, that's nothing compared to this. When this time, and the Bible reveals that this is going to happen. Okay, look, 
I know you want to know when, why, how, how do we know? Well, that's next week. Okay, that's for <laughs> next week. You All right. Next year. <laughs> yeah, next year. <laughs> that's next year. All right. So th- this is why, okay, verse 18. Let me continue in verse 18. It says, But not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm, be faithful. Oh, uh, not a hair of your head will perish. Verse 19. Stand firm, and you will win life. Okay, verse 20, when you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. So, what is the point? So, this is not about today, okay? This is something about the future, okay? Something to do sometime in the future. But I am teaching this topic today while I can. Because when this time comes, we could no longer, we're not, they're not, the censoring will be greater than the censoring of today. Yeah. You have to understand, night is coming, no one can work. So now, while we, still we can still see, <laughs> still day, or maybe afternoon already, or noontime, I don't know, let us take advantage to share the gospel and talk about topics that are sensitive while the beast, the Antichrist, is not yet in his place. Let's talk about him, okay? Let's talk about him and uh, we're not afraid of him. Yeah, amen. We fear God only, okay? His rulership will be for a moment. But Jesus will reign forever and ever and yes. ever and ever. And those Amen. who will side with the Lord Yeshua, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, I tell you, you will live happily ever after. <laughs> but if you switch sides, if you side on the beast, if you side on the Antichrist, if you side with the devil, I tell you, the punishment will also be forever and ever and ever and ever. Torment will be forever and ever and ever. I think we discussed, we read to you the, the scripture two Sundays ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we read that to you. So, all right. So, do you understand? Uh, this is n- not about now. This is about the future. That's why the uh, Jesus said, uh, verse 17, everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. Meaning to say, God is there to protect you still. God is there to sustain you. God is there to comfort you. The Holy Spirit is is there. Amen. To those Christians who are left, who are still here on earth, the time, the believers, the, the, the believers to be, and at that certain time, they became part of the body of Christ. When you are destined to, to be tested, I mean, your faith will be tested. I think we had this topic on endurance, test of endurance. Oh, yes, I think we endurance. mentioned that there. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what? Verse 19 says, stand firm. Jesus said, stand firm or be faithful. Remain on Jesus' side always, friends. Amen. And you will win life. Okay. You will have life. You will find life if you remain faithful and loyal to the Lord Jesus. So, if you're not on God's side right now, Well, that's a problem. You can betray the brethren. You have to learn how to be loyal and faithful to your God-given pastors and leaders and disciple-makers. That's why even even my my pastor, 
my overseer, my bishop, my spiritual mentor, my spiritual father, uh, Bishop Wesley Ross, I always tell him that, that uh, he is a God-given gift to us to oversee spiritually, mentor and pray over us, uh, the, the, the Maranatha family churches. And we're so grateful and we will remain loyal to him because we are loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay? It's hard to find people with the spirit of loyalty. But that is our message. Side on God, be loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Because I tell you, in this series, in this story, Satan will lose and Jesus is the winner man. Winner? Yes! <laughs> the victor. The victor is Christ, our Lord. Not the devil. Okay, but he is going to be allowed to anyway. That's not next week. That's next week. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm Spoilers. spoiling you. <laughs> All right, so guys, uh, when the sign of the times number five happens, okay, about the betrayal thing, you will remember this teaching. Judas exchanged his loyalty to Christ for blood money. Will you do the same? Will you exchange your loyalty to Christ to your brethren for money and convenience will you betray the lord and your spiritual family in exchange for temporal things friends stay loyal and you will avoid betraying god and the family so we're teaching you this this series so that you know which side to stick remain on the right side which is the right side <laughs> side on god and we are if you are in christ and you remain in christ you know you are assured that god is on our side god is on our side okay so now we are going to read to you scriptures that speaks of satan's kingdom okay are there scriptures that talks about that satan has a kingdom now because last week we established that Satan is the other ruler. Yeah. He, he is the counter uh, king. All right, so the verse will be Matthew 12. Okay. The Lord Jesus recognizes that Satan has a kingdom. Okay. Uh, he has a sphere, sphere of influence. John, can you read that one? Matthew 12. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do you, your people. people drive them out? So, so then they will be your judges. It's like Jesus was saying, okay, people around us can have more sense to understand that, that Jesus does not drive out devils by the power of the devil. Okay, that's <laughs> stupid. That's, that's foolishness, okay? Uh, verse 28. Yeah, but if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has, has come upon you. You see that? The liberating power, the freeing power of God <laughs> is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit comes on you, that's power. Yeah, power. Whom the Son sets, when, uh, Whom the Son sets, sets free, free is free, free indeed. All right, let's go back. It says, Jesus said, how then can his kingdom stand? Who is this his kingdom Jesus is referring to? 
The devil. That's the devil. So Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ himself, recognizes that the devil has a kingdom. Okay? He said, how then can his kingdom stand? Mm. So Satan has a kingdom, right? Yeah. Because Jesus said, Satan has a kingdom. All right? Mm -hmm. so that, it's there. But there is power greater than Satan's control. That's the Holy Spirit with us right now. Greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. Okay? So, John 12, 31. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. See that? Now the prince of this world. What do we mean by prince of this world? The ruler of this world. Okay? In in. Corinthians, I did not include that one, I forgot. In Corinthians, Paul mentioned the God of this world. Hmm. When you say the God of this world, and Jesus said the prince of this world, in John 12, 31, Jesus is recognizing that Satan is the prince of this world. Of this world. He's the ruler. I mean, you say he has a kingdom. He's, he's trying to control people, all right? Trying to Cause people to sin and be bondage to sin. So John sixteen eleven, the last one. John sixteen eleven. Yes, and oh. about and about judgment. Oh, you you were. Yes, Baba. You know. John. John sixteen eleven. Oh, okay. And about judgment, because the, the prince of or ruler of this world, now stands condemned. Okay, ruler. Of this world, the world means territorial domain. Uh -huh. Okay, so the territorial domain of the devil is the world. So Satan has a territory to control, yeah. and he makes his laws, okay, which is, of course, against God. His policy is against God. His goal is against God. Always opposing God in everything. Mm. In everything. Okay, remember that in everything, he will try to oppose God. Now, uh, Jesus said, now stands condemned. <laughs> wow, that's a declaration, okay? Because G the devil doesn't know that Jesus will die and will be killed so that he can pay for the sins of the whole world. Okay, so Amen. anyway, let's continue. The devil claims dominion. Okay, number two, about the devil claiming dominion or rulership over the kingdoms over the kingdoms of, of the this world. world okay so uh, let's read that Luke chapter 4 alright verses 5 to 8 mm -hmm. uh, the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world and he said to him I will give you all their authority and splendor it has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. That's right. So you see, this is actually the second level of or attempt of the devil to deceive or tempt Jesus to fall into his trap. Okay? Second level. But Jesus never fell to the <laughs> devil's trap, okay? So, let us, uh, what is the point here? Wha where in this scripture does it say 
that he is the 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 ruler of this of the kingdom of the world of, of this world of the <laughs> kingdoms of the world so uh, it says in verse 6 and he said to Jesus to him I will give you all authority and splendor okay mm. because the devil showed all the established cities and you know uh, leadership uh, maybe politics whatever and the devil said it has been given to me <laughs> do you read that is, mm. is that clear verse yeah. 6 verse, verse six. 6 yeah it says it has been given to me the devil said the authority was given to me <laughs> how did that happen who gave him authority god no God didn't give him the authority because if you read Genesis chapter 3, okay, we know that the devil stole that dominion from Adam mm. by deceit, okay, by deception. And he said, the Satan said, it has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. So the devil is claiming dominion. The devil is claiming authority, control, and influence over the kingdoms of the world, over, I mean, say, over the, the nations of the world. Mm. Okay, But he required Jesus to worship him. And that's, again, another deception. Because the Bible says, worship only the Lord your God. Serve so, him only, yes. This is a lie, okay? That's yeah. the masterpiece. That's the weapon of the devil, always lying. So therefore, Satan formed his own kingdom by what? By deceit. And took it from Adam and Eve, okay? Deception is Satan's best and most favorite weapon. But using lies or deception, there are three areas that the devil will aim his weapon at. Okay, his weapon of deceit at three areas. Number one, physical appetite or cravings for food. Okay, he got Adam and Eve at level one mm -hmm. about eating the fruit, the forbidden fruit. Okay, diet, 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 diet. Okay, so anyway, number two, the devil corrupts scriptures or he distorts the truth. Okay, and he planted doubts and suggested. Jesus to commit suicide. Okay? He said, the scripture says, if you jump off, you know, the angels will catch you. He was, it's a su evil suggestion of telling people to commit suicide, to kill themselves. So if there is an unction, okay, in, in you, in your thoughts or whatever, or even in the internet or pictures or, or any material that, that, that encourages suicide, that is of the devil. That's level two. Okay? Number three, and then the devil exercises control, dominion, and slavery. Okay? Uh, anyway, we're not going to finish. So, here's the thing. Here's the point number two. This is the what we call the handover. Okay? This is where the... Uh, uh, what I mean by this is the surrendered or forfeited or transferred rulership or position of Adam to Satan. It, it's like, uh, uh, so how did Satan got possession of the nations? Of course, it's through deception. Started 
in Genesis chapter 3, he deceived Adam and Eve to rebel against God. And then sin was passed to all men. So the, you see, the original pandemic is an epidemic, a widespread outbreak of sin. Okay? Um, Genesis 3, 1 to 6, uh, Luke 4, 6, Romans 5, 12 to 19. We're not going to read that. Uh, and again, take note, Luke chapter 4, verse 6. The Bible says, Satan said, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me. So, he said, somebody gave it to him. <laughs> okay? It was transferred, passed on to him because he deceived men and men fell to sin. Meaning to say, Satan won in, in, in the, about that. Uh, incident in the middle in the garden of eden all right so when the when satan says it has been given to me it was passed to me it meant it was surrendered to me but of course we know it was not willingly surrendered to him it was by deceit again this devil is a liar a liar a deceiver okay so which authority which rulership which dominion Did Satan uh, uh, took uh, it from from Adam and Eve? Adam's right to rule on earth. Okay, I just I don't know if I gave this scripture to you. Genesis one twenty six to twenty eight. Uh, Do you have it? 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, can you read that one? Then God said, "Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over." Yes. The fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along That's the ground. Right. So you see, rule over. Okay. Yeah. Or, or in King James, let them have dominion over. Mm -hmm. Okay. But do not please, uh, you know, interpret it as so you can rule uh, like God, okay, it, it's it's there's nothing like it there. That's why the devil said you will be like God. So he, the devil was trying to in, in, entice people to be like God, but that's not the context. Okay, we will get to that. Okay, uh, mm. Psalms 115. Can you read that one? Oh yes, the highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth He has given to mankind. Okay, MSG version. The message. Uh, the message. The heaven of heavens is for God, but He put us in charge of the earth. Okay, another. There's another uh, version. TPT. The heavens belong to our God. They are His alone. All right. But He has given us the earth and put us in charge. Do you understand that? That is what it meant. That to rule over, to have dominion. Okay, simply means to take care. Mm. Okay, we are stewards. You have to take care of the garden. You oversee the birds, the, the, the every creatures on earth. Okay, mm. it doesn't mean that you be like God to create fish and things like that. Now, there's only one creator and all of us are created beings. We cannot be equal with God. Yeah. Never will be. Why? Because he is creator of created beings. We are just created beings. You have to understand where your place is. The only thing is we are loved by God. Yeah. What is man that you are mindful of him? Wow. 
amazing God. So anyway, uh, go, going back to our topic. So God wants us to rule. God wants us to take dominion. God wants us to take care. God wants us to be in charge, to take to be in charge to, to his creation on earth. That's the rulership. That's the kingdom. That's the dominion. That's the territory that God, the authority that God entrusted Adam and Eve, the first man and woman. But then because they fell to the trap, to the sin, uh, to sin, okay? And then the devil now becomes... The, the 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 ruler the one in charge the one that influences the world so you understand okay now so so we have proven that the bible speaks of two opposing kingdoms in the universe okay which is the kingdom of god versus the kingdom of the devil the satan and satan uses puppets like what the bible calls the beast okay in Daniel chapter 2 and Daniel chapter 7, we know the beginning and the ending of the story. Okay? I mm. challenge you. Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 7, you will, you have an idea about what's happening right now. Okay? And the ending of the story. Uh, the image represents the four kingdoms. That there's going to be four kingdoms and the fourth kingdom on earth which part of what the devil will organize mm. okay so he can bring about or he can you know he can do his evil plans <laughs> his wicked or a rebellious act against god he will taunt god he is going to defy god you read book of daniel chapter 7 you will understand that he will blaspheme God, okay? This this beast, this 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 the king of the fourth kingdom's little horn that grew, and and, and with big mouth, okay? Uh, but the world will embrace him, will like him, will worship him, yeah, because the world will be in need of him because he's <laughs> going to offer he, the, the, this little beast is going to be like the Messiah of everyone. And that is why the world will accept him. And, and it's nice to hear what he has to offer. But careful. Be careful because this king, okay, is against God. This king will speak against God. And if he will speak against God, he will speak against Jesus. He will speak against Christ. He will he will chase Christ followers. All right. So let's let's. So that's the time where people will some will switch sides. Mm. And I hope that this message will get to you ahead of time, so that right now you will establish your heart, your faith, your mind to be faithful and loyal to the one. To the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay? So, hallelujah. Praise God. So, uh, the beast will be given a short time to rule the kingdom of this world. 
for a reason, of course. And if you want to know the reason, you can read Daniel chapter 9.24. That is the reason for the tribulation that's going to come on earth. That's going to happen that's in Daniel chapter 9. Actually, you read the whole chapter. Okay, but, but the key point, why this, you know, the, the, this catastrophic events will happen, that is because... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. But the, that kingdom of the beast will not last. Okay? So, mm. this is the last verse for now. And we're going to continue. This is about the takeover. Okay? So, we already discussed to you the reason why this series is very important. Why we're teaching this now. While we can. While we have the time. Why we want, you, why we want to establish you in faith. And to remain loyal in the Lord. To, to choose the right side. To know that there are only two sides. Okay? So we're preparing you for that. And the second part, we, we shared with you that the, what was the second part? The handover. The handover. Okay, which is the surrendered or forfeited rulership of Adam. So there was a transference of that dominion on earth. And so the Bible says, Jesus said he's the prince of the world. So now the last point, the last scripture, okay, is going to be that take over so this is where you put your hope to into that take over now this is a very encouraging scripture the takeover of ownership okay remember last week he is god is the maker therefore he is the legal owner therefore he is the rightful ruler okay three points last week now we see that there was a, a disturbance in, in, in the perfect plan and flow of God because you know when God gave volition so that worship is real okay there must be volition uh, with the, uh, the angelic host host and, 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 and people but Satan decided to rebel against God and we showed you the reason last week so if you missed last week you don't know where that where is that in scripture you know, watch our last week episode. Then we know that the devil will rule through a puppet called the beast, the little horn. Hmm. For a short time. Yeah. Okay. After that, this is going to happen. There is going to be a takeover. Again, takeover of ownership. The lawful owner will return the return of the king he will return and take possession of what belongs to him okay he is the maker so he will take it back okay he will take it by force Amen. and will actively reign on earth this is what we call the future kingdom the physical literal tangible kingdom of god so it's going to be is going to reign on earth through the promised messianic kingdom, which we call the millennial reign of Christ. We will reign with him for a thousand years. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Side on him. All right. Revelation 11. Last scripture for now. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. Yes! This is it, friends. Hmm. 
at that time, you have to read the whole book of Revelation to understand there are events that will take place. But I just want to focus on this verse because this verse tells us that this is the time that there's going to be a turnover. Okay? The turnover is actually a takeover. Okay? So there's going to be a turnover which is a takeover. God is going to seize and take control over the nations. Amen. He will conquer the world he will conquer the nations that stands against his father okay so when the father says it's time then it's time yeah. no one knows the the day nor the hour but only when the only the father but then he says it's time then vroom, and then whoa he's gonna come okay when the sun <laughs> anyway so um the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ, or of His Messiah. And He will reign forever and ever. So that is the takeover. So never lose hope, friend. Just stay on the right side. Okay? Don't dwindle. Don't, don't be reluctant. Stick to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I tell you, you see, the tribulation and Revelation chapter 19 are the various judgments and other events associated to that okay to with the overthrow of the system of this world remember the image of nebuchadnezzar hmm. gold silver um, iron yeah. and then a mixture of iron and clay which is the fourth kingdom i'm telling you this is that's the system of the world okay but there is the stone okay that will destroy all the kingdoms yes. of this world. Yes. And that's the kingdom of Jesus will reign forever and ever. So, but by the time when Jesus will overthrow the system of this world, the nations that rebel against God or the nations that sided on that beast, on that devil, on that world system, by the time that the Lord has taken care of all the enemies of God, then comes the inauguration of the Messiah's rule, meaning to say the millennial kingdom reign will begin and we will reign with Him. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 So again, guys, that's for today. I hope you learned something. So what's coming next week, next year? <laughs> this is the last yes. Sunday for this year. Uh, what's coming? The two opposing kingdoms, part three, which is the beast. Okay, we are going to give descriptions that describes the beast, or we are going to draw a portrait or a picture of the beast. What are the marks, the references, features, prominent attributes of the beast? How do we recognize the beast when the beast is revealed? If you're still here okay so uh so again the answer is next, next week, week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we will reveal specific events okay uh, uh we will enumerate them in our uh next week i mean to describe the beast and when the beast comes okay so that when the beast comes out of the scene okay people will recognize him because he and his ways fits in the description we described to you. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. 
keep in touch with us via Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church service. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. We hope to see you there. God bless.